Hey everyone, I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Haley. We are two sisters and best friends, and we're the hosts of Real Talk About Feminism, a podcast for female empowerment. Each week, we release a new episode. We talk about everything from periods to current events. And different types of feminism to worse first dates. Subscribe on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts, and tune in each week. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism. We are coming to you live from our new studio. Studio! We are so excited. Haley worked day in and day out to put this together. And go watch on YouTube. At least look at how it looks because it's so cute. Haley got some really cute artwork. And she, like, she... Stayed up all night last night setting it up, even though we decided we would do it this morning. But she just couldn't wait. And I just couldn't okay. wait. I was so excited. And I had spent, like, if you guys go and watch the vlog, then you'll see. But I had spent so long trying to find all the cords. I was, like, all around Denver yeah. yesterday trying to find the right adapters. Mm-hmm. And so finally it feels really good. You can't really see um, how cute the artwork is, like, in the camera right now. We should do a close-up. We will do a close-up mm-hmm. on the story because it's actually really cute. Yeah. We love it. Well, by the time this episode comes out, we'll have already have mentioned this because we're recording this episode on Saturday, October 30th, but obviously it's being released today. So right. um, there will be a couple episodes before this, but we just couldn't wait. Like we have to talk about it because we're so excited. Yes. So excited. Yeah. Well, how has your week been? It's been good. I mean, just working. Um, right now, as we're recording this, um, it's almost Halloween. Yeah. So we're going to a party tonight, which is fun. Yeah, and we kept going back and forth about which one to go to. And it makes it hard because Haley's not 21 yet. Yeah. So obviously, like, that limits a lot of places that we could go. But mm-hmm. we found a really good one that will be super fun. Yeah. And we have our costumes ready. So we'll definitely post about that, too, because yeah, I mean, they're really cute. Let's talk about our costumes because by this yeah. point, everyone's going to see okay. it on the story. Yeah, you're right. I keep forgetting that. So you go first. Okay. So I am going to be a workout Barbie. So I have, like, the full, like, unitard blue metallic suit it looks so good yeah I have like the pink belt I'm wearing wedges and I have like the rainbow leg warmers we're gonna post how about on the story we post like a side by side like my costume and then yours like compared to who you are so you talk about yours okay yeah your costume is so good like you literally look just like thank you um so I'm going as Alexis Rose from Schitt's Creek and Jared's going as Ted so it'll be cute. I'm really excited. <laughs> I've only seen a few episodes of that show, so I don't actually know who Ted is, but I know who Alexis Rose is. So yeah, it'll be cute. And your costume looks good. Thank you. So yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what we have. What yeah. did you have a good week? Yeah. I mean, the whole week we were just working on podcast stuff, it feels like. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that is our weeks like now. We just yeah. are working on podcast stuff, which is great. We both love it. Yeah, for just sure. Busy. I know. Like you'd have to. It would be hard not to love it because it's so much work. It's so much work. But it pays off. Like, we're so happy that we're recording together. Yeah. And not over the screen. It feels so much more casual, conversational. Every little – like, we really celebrate every little victory. And, like, I was talking to one of our other sisters last night because I was showing her the studio – And I was like, you know, like, it's basic for right now, but, like, it just looks really good. And she was like, no, like, this is so cute. Like, 
I love it. And it's, it's so fun. And she was like holding the mics and like, she was like, yeah, this is so casual. I love it. And I was realizing like, yeah, like in my mind last night, I was like telling myself like, oh, it's just a small little thing, but it's actually like really big. Like we're really growing so much and it feels really good because we put in a lot of work. Yeah. It does feel good. So So. yay. (laughs) No other words besides yay. Like we're so excited. So excited. Well, today's episode is also exciting. We have another guest, and her name is Megan. Um, I just realized, <laughs> looking at the camera, my pants have been unbuttoned this whole time. <laughs> I unbuttoned my pants at the top because my belly button piercing, like, she does not want to heal, and so it hurts to wear high-waisted pants. So if I didn't you're... even notice. I know. I was just looking. I was like, something looks off in the camera, <laughs> so go watch on YouTube. That's an incentive. See my... But pants unbuttoned. Anyways. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> you couldn't see anything, okay? <laughs> All right. So um, our guest today, her name is Megan. She is a fashion influencer and business owner of a shop called Day In Night Out. And it's super cute. Definitely go check it out. She's from British Columbia. And we are excited to talk with her about her business, influencing about her life, and just get to know her. Yeah, her Instagram and just talking with her like um, a few messages back and forth, just trying to figure out when to record and everything like that. She seems so cute. So we're really excited to meet her. Yeah. All so, right. Let's yeah, get into let's bring it. her on. Okay. Welcome to the show, Megan. We're so excited. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, this will be great. We can't wait to talk to you and get to know you a little bit. I let's start. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. Let's start with the first question. Um, well, first we want you to just like introduce yourself to the listeners. Tell us about yourself, things you like to do. Okay. So I'm Megan Nespliak. Um, I'm 21. Um, I live in Kelowna, BC, Canada. I just moved here in July. So that's pretty exciting. A uh, really big step for me. Um, I'm originally from Edmonton, Alberta. Um, I started influencing in February of 2021. Um, I opened my business in September 2020. Um, I'm a small business owner, so I own an online clothing store. Um, what do I, I don't, you know when people ask you, like, what do you like to do? You're like, I don't know what I like to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I spend a lot of time alone. Um, I'm also in full-time school right now. I'm doing a business marketing degree. Um, so I'm in my fourth year. So, I mean, Sam busy is an understatement. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, that's that's awesome. I have a friend who's from Calgary, Alberta. Okay. So that's cool. Not close. It's like, it's like three hours from Edmonton. So yeah. Okay, cool. That's awesome. really cool. I want to go to Canada. <laughs> Same. And you, where are you guys based? Sorry. Denver, Colorado. In oh, the United States. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Very awesome. cool. Yeah, we totally relate to like being busy and like not knowing like when people ask like, what do you do for fun? Because for us, it's like we work, we go to school and we do the podcast. Yeah. So it's like yeah. we don't really do anything else. Yeah, there's no time <laughs> for, anything for anything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Megan, so um, how did you start your business? What gave you the idea um, so I worked for a company, I don't, I'm not going to say the name, but I worked for a company and I did all the buying for them, um, for their clothing store. So I kind of just got 
thrown into the industry and I was like, oh wow, like this is really cool. This is something that I could totally see myself doing. And um, kind of since the beginning of high school, I just got really into fashion and I was just like, yeah, like I would love to have a little clothing store one day. And then COVID happened. I got let go from my job and I was like, okay, now's as good a time as any. So I just did a ton of research, uh, got a web developer to help me set up my website. Um, my dad's in business, um, a completely different field of business, but he gave me lots of like legal tips and opened my business, which I make it sound like it was easy, but it literally was like nine months of planning. And like, it was, I was constantly stressed. Um, and then I launched my business in September of 2020 and was immediately very disappointed (laughs) Uh, because I was like, I didn't put enough emphasis on the marketing of it. So that's kind of how I got into influencing too. It's just because I wanted pretty much how I started influencing is on a whim because I wanted to market my business. So I started like modeling all the clothes that I brought in for my business and just posting it on Instagram. And I was like, Oh, look how you can style this piece and look how you can style this piece. And then I started getting more followers and I was so excited because I'm like, yay, sales for my business. But then other companies started reaching out to me and they're like, Oh, we want to pay you to model our products. And I was like, I could like make a living. Out of this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. So they go hand in hand. That's really cool. 100%. Like um, a lot of, I I started, I was very weird about it in the beginning because on Instagram, there's the feature where you can like, this post is sponsored by like whoever. So on my personal account, I was posting for my business and being like, this post is sponsored by my business. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sponsoring myself. So. (laughs) But hey, it worked out. And I really like too how, there's a couple of things that I like that you said. So first off, like, I feel like, especially in this day and age, we're so wrapped up in like the instant gratification of things. And it's like, when it doesn't work out right away, it's like, okay, well that didn't work. I'll move on to the next thing. But you decided to turn that around and now you basically have two sources of income and yeah. you can market for your business and market for Instagram and for that business as well. And so I think it's cool that you kind of just worked with what you had and, I hope your business is doing well. Yeah. (laughs) I hope it paid off. I think like it was just like such a good timing thing. And then now since I've started getting so into influencing and just like I've had to learn so much from opening my business that I find it so useless to go to business school because I go into every (laughs) class and I'm like, I already did this. Yeah. I know how to do this. (laughs) That is so cool. So between influencing and your business – is that your full-time job? Do you have like a side hustle at all or is that your full focus? So I did have a part-time job on top of that plus school. Um, and I was like mentally not good. (laughs) I was just a mess. I was not getting enough sleep. I was just like constant, like I would go to bed, but then be working on my laptop for like five hours. Like when I got home at the end of the day, because like influencing and my business, I 
Like I could probably spend a full like 18 hour day on my laptop and actually get everything done. But in it, like you're never going to, there's always going to be something else. Um, so yeah, it is my full-time job. Um, influencing is definitely doing a lot better for me right now than my business is, but it's also like in the next couple weeks, my business will pick up just because of Christmas. Um, but yeah, I just, with school and everything, I kind of put my business on the back burner with bringing in new stuff because it was just, it was way too much. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot. And it it's is. hard to try and give your focus to multiple things when you're so passionate about all of them. And you said yeah. you're in your fourth year, so I bet you're just itching to be done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I So after this semester, I'll have nine more classes till I'm done my degree. Um but this semester is definitely one of the hardest I've had. And it's also like the first semester that I've done upper level courses in person. So it's a lot different because now exams like aren't open. Book yeah, anymore. right. It's I, terrible. I'm like, oh, wow. Like I have to study for all of this. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. I this semester I took like a semester off, but next semester I have to go back to doing in-person classes and I haven't done that in forever so I'm a little stressed like it's just so different and you have to like be social and interact with people and you can't just sit on your laptop so yeah no I literally said that to my husband last night I was like how am I going to go back to in-person classes Mm -hmm. because I'm taking two next semester but I've had online classes for the past three semesters Mm -hmm. so it's definitely a change yeah yeah I was very stressed about going back to school because I was like I don't want to have to wear a mask all day and like oh it's just like it's it's too much there's too much going on <laughs> so much it's so different that's so funny well with um being a business owner and as a woman that's so amazing have you had have you experienced like any like scrutiny or any sexism against you being a female business owner or has everything been good um well, it's never all good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so when I opened my business, I so one of the reasons I moved away from Edmonton was because there was just like so much bullying and like harassment and like it was just bad kids from high school pretty much that were just like on my case. So obviously with the digital world, those people like when you move, those people can follow you on everything and see what you're doing. So when I launched my business, um, I was getting lots of hate mail and like even like death threats and stuff from mostly men, but like some girls that were like, you are using daddy's money and you're just like, you're pretending that you're so like successful. And I was like, yeah, no, this is the money that I've saved and worked for like since I was like 12. Like I've always had a job. Like this is, daddy did not help me at all. Like I've done this by myself and it's, I just kept catching myself and I was like, why am I justifying like what I did? Because if a guy that's 21 did this, everyone would be like, Oh, good for you, man. Like, that's awesome. I'm so proud of you. But it's definitely like, like everyone likes to think that the girl needs help to do the same thing so yeah I think it's definitely so interesting it's obviously like very frustrating because the success of men and women sometimes is looked at so differently and it doesn't necessarily always have to be like some big thing like some big sexist action but like just a comment like 
that. And that was a pretty big thing to be like, oh, you're just using daddy's money. Like, first off, that's so offensive. Like, you worked for that on your own. But it is interesting that for the most part, most people wouldn't make that comment towards a guy that is your age doing the same thing. Like, it would it would just be like, oh, congratulations. Like, you're working so hard. You're going to make it so big someday. But, like, for you, you have to experience those comments. And, like, that's not okay. It's just so interesting, like, the stigma sometimes. And honestly, even more – like with influencing because when I started everyone was like oh it's just so easy to be a girl like you can just like show off your body and like put on a cute outfit and like make money and it's so much easier for you and I was like as every other industry ever is male dominated right right there's I was like this is like the only industry off the top of my head that I'm qualified for that's female dominated Mm -hmm. and it was just like it was heartbreaking at the start. Like, I mean, I've always put myself out there on like social media. Like I've tried to be a YouTuber and like, like from a very young age, I told my parents, I was like, I want to be famous. Like that is my goal. Like that's what I want to do. But growing up around all like the scrutiny, just like, it's like, um, no matter what you do, because you're putting yourself out there, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty right. Yeah. And you're right. Like, nobody like any other like male dominated field like people don't make comments like that but like the one field that's female dominated and it's like so empowering to women there's like all this hate towards it yeah and it's it's so scrutinized and like looked down upon because people think it's just easy like oh you go and take pictures and like just post them and you make money but no like it's literally hours and hours and hours days of work and so it's really frustrating that like this field, which is, I feel like pretty empowering for women is looked at so oppositely, like from every other field. And like, like, that's the thing though, before I started influencing, like I didn't go into this wanting to be an influencer. Like that wasn't my end goal. It was just, I wanted my business to be successful, but now my end goal is to be a successful influencer. But before I was just like, Oh, like I wish I could get free stuff sent to me and just post about it. Like that would be a dream job. Like that's like, that's what everybody wants. Like it's like things that I would already buy, like get sent to me for free and I post about them. But since I've started, I'm like, holy, like you're like running your own company for yourself. Like you have to do the accounting and you have to like barter with brands and you have to keep in mind like the image that you're putting on yourself by working with certain brands and hairstylist, makeup stylist, actual stylist, photographer, editor, like there is just like endless jobs within the one job. Yeah, it's literally a one woman show. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Um, so Megan, what are some behind the scenes of either being an influencer or a business owner that people wouldn't necessarily think about? Um, definitely with influencing, just the, I've actually, some of my guy friends, I've made them come take Instagram pictures with me and sit in my car just to see how often I get catcalled, how unsafe it is to honestly just be out anywhere taking pictures, um, and how hard it is to take pictures, like, of yourself by yourself, um, because obviously... I don't have like money to pay someone to follow me around and take pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just 
set up my tripod and my little app and take my own pictures. Um, and pretty much all my guy friends that have come with me are like, this is disgusting. Like, I cannot believe how, like, like I have a little alarm that I bring with me to like scare guys off that get too close to me. And yeah, it's like, I think that is kind of to be expected as a woman, but guys don't expect that. Um, so a lot of my guy friends are very protective of me now. They're like, share your location with me. Like, I want to know where you are when you're <laughs> out taking pictures. Um, and with being a business owner, honestly, it would probably be, I think people expect there to be lots of like customer complaints, but it's more about how difficult it is to get somebody to buy again or to just even review your company and how much that like helps your company. Um, a lot of people, I don't think understand like how important like referrals are and just like once you make a purchase, like the purchase isn't over kind of thing. Like you have to follow up with the customer and like you have to constantly be working with people to make the whole experience as enjoyable and like easy as possible. So I think that's probably something people don't expect because it doesn't end at like a purchase. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point because as I was listening to you, I was like, I can't remember the last time I reviewed a product or yeah. anything that I bought, but for like smaller businesses, it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. And like, definitely I have, I, I noticed that I have to start marketing a lot sooner than bigger businesses do. Um, just like for like, if I like, let's, for example, say I had Halloween costumes, I would have had to start marketing in like August, but bigger companies could start marketing October mm -hmm. 1st because there's just like a difference in reach. So, um, with like Christmas, like November 1st, we're, we're going, we're going hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh I think there's a lot of stuff that like, um, people don't think about and like kind of going back to like the safety involved with like taking pictures by yourself and like, like you obviously are like, you know, dressed up and you're looking nice. And a lot of times people think that that means it's okay to come up and say something to you because, or that I'm, yes. <laughs> and that's, not okay at all. And I think it's like really eye-opening for men, especially like friends and people who like know us, like to see that this is the reality and they don't have to experience that. And I've had the similar experiences where my guy friends have like had their eyes open to things that happen in the real world and they're like disgusted by it. And they're like, okay, like I'm going to be so protective over you now. But it's interesting that they don't have to experience that. And so it's it's really just such a different world. And I think that's a, a good thing to note with like the behind the scenes. Like it it is like you're putting yourself out there and you have to experience things that you shouldn't have to experience. So Yeah, I had um this was probably this is probably the worst online encounter I've ever had, but I had one of my reels on Instagram go viral like it got three million views and I was so excited about it like I was just like I was texting all my like influencer friends and I was like guys it's happening dang girl so that's exciting. awesome <laughs> yeah so I was really pumped but then um I went to the comments because the the reel was about like being an influencer and like it was like a joke on like how being an influencer is like disappointing my parents because like they wanted me to be something mm -hmm. else and there I got easily 200 dms 
from people being like, you're useless. Like you're just wasting air. And like the comments were disgusting. Like I was getting death threats. My family was getting death threats. Like it was just like ridiculous. And I was like, okay, like interesting. I don't even know what to say. The audacity people have to like sit behind a screen and just spam hate comments, death threats. That's ridiculous. Uh, Like you're literally doing your job and for you to be treated that way is just disgusting. I'm so sorry. That's awful. Well, I think it's more just like people, how I look at it is people are jealous that they think my job is more fun than theirs or that my job just shouldn't be a thing. Like it's unfair that people get to do that. And I think that not, not to say that I'm famous, but just like famous people and people in like the entertainment industry get that a lot because it's like it's looked at to be a more fun job or an easier job than every other profession. Um, but obviously there's just lots that go in to it that people don't get to see. Um, so I try as much as I can to like share how much work it is, but I also don't want like the pity of people Mm -hmm. being like, Oh wow. Like your job must be really hard. Like I just want almost like some clarity. Like it's like, yeah, like I'm not just sitting around on Instagram posting pictures right right and at the end of the day like you're doing something that you enjoy something that makes you happy so why do people feel like they have the right to come at you with death threats and come at you with these terrible things that could really like I know a lot of times people are like just ignore it like it's fine like that you don't know them but like I'm sure that at times like it's hard to see all these people like sending you these nasty messages like it's it's just not their place. And I think it's so easy for people to hide behind a screen and, and say things like that. But at the end of the day, like you're doing something that you love and doing something that makes you happy. So that's all that matters. Right. And like you said, it just comes down to them like not being happy because happy people don't send hate to other people for living their best life. Like you are really successful and accomplished and chasing after what you want. And people are jealous of that. And they're just jealous that they're stuck at the same crappy job they've had for 50 years and won't put themselves out there. So I think that's what it comes down to is like, you just have to realize like, you're happy and you're doing what you want. And a lot of people aren't, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. and they feel the need to put others down. Well, I think like, even just besides that too, like besides other people being miserable, they just think that like genuinely mom and dad pay for everything for me and I just get to have this fun life but like they like the people that see that video don't know anything about me either so it's like they don't know that I'm in school they don't know I have a business they don't know what bills I'm paying they don't know what like I do with my life and it's just like so interesting that on social media you can take a snapshot of someone's life and create this whole idea about them without actually knowing anything about them. Yeah. yeah. It's literally a highlight reel of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I, my friends, I have a couple really good influencer friends that I've made just throughout growing my Instagram and all my other platforms. And we always try and like show that like our lives aren't as aesthetic as they look on Instagram all the time. Like we don't go to cute cafes every morning for breakfast. Like that's like, when we're together and we're all hanging out, sure. But it's not an all the time thing. And like, we call ourselves out all the time. Like my friend, Hannah, she has a bunch of pictures 
of Vancouver that look really aesthetic saved on her phone just to share when she like needs content. Mm-hmm. She's not actually out doing things. It's just to like, it's a highlight reel, yeah. 100%. Yeah, that it's so interesting. And it's really, it's good. I think through the pandemic, there's been a transition on social media of like people being more real and being more raw and showing like, this is what life is actually like, but it's okay to also like, show the good parts and stuff like that but I think that people were getting a lot more real and raw and showing who they really are yeah and I think that that comes from like movements with like body positivity and just like like everyone we're, we're trying at least to like make everyone feel accepted and like obviously I'm never gonna like bash a girl that face tunes the crap out of her pictures right. like like that's what you want to do like I support you 100 percent but for what like I want to stand for and what I want my brand to be for myself like I'm just like you know what like I get bloated sometimes and like I wake up looking like Sasquatch <laughs> and I spend two hours, like I spend two hours on my makeup like and I'm not ashamed of it because I like how I look once I do all that stuff but then I also support the girls that are like I don't wear any makeup like it's like Hell yeah, like good for you. Yeah, it goes both ways. Like you have to accept everyone and how they want to live their lives and present themselves. And I think that's great. Like if you want to go and get lip filler because it makes you feel good about yourself, go for it. Like why are we going to bring women down for that? Yeah. I completely agree. Like I I just get really mad when girls like preach one thing like so hard. They're like, oh, like body positivity. But then they like – turn around and like they're talking crap about mm-hmm. their friends or I'm just like okay girls yeah girls come on <laughs> like the world's hard enough yeah like, yeah it exactly. sounds easy but for a lot of people it's really hard <laughs> so we Very have hard. one question that we we always ask like we've talked about this and we asked mm-hmm. our last guests and we want to ask everyone from now on because it's such a fun question and it differs um so how what do you do for self-care how do you take care of yourself oh I'm such a grandma I do lots of really boring I think I'm like an 80 year old woman trapped in 21 year old's body um I will like make tea and like turn on whatever show I'm watching and then I'll sit on the floor of my apartment and do a puzzle like a jigsaw puzzle I I don't know why I don't know when I got into it but I just freaking love puzzles like my collection is a little (laughs) embarrassing um I actually this is a this is a very good thing to talk about you're probably not gonna know who this is but her name's Tessa Conway she's one of my really good friends in Kelowna and she's um she hates that I call her this but she's a huge influencer she's got like 700,000 followers on TikTok like she's a big deal So she just started this thing called the Purpose Project, and her and her boyfriend created it, and it's pretty much a mental health challenge that she's doing from now until the new year, and I told her, I was like, 100%, I'm going to do this. Like, this is so good for so many people. So there's like, it's like, have you ever heard of the 75 Mm -hmm. Hard Challenge? I haven't. It's like like a really intense, like, workout regimen, like that you do for 75 days. And if you screw up any of the rules, then you start over. Oh. Like it's, it's like to test your like physical and mental toughness. 
so her and her boyfriend made one specifically specifically for mental health and it's like wake up every day like at your alarm and get out of bed make your bed drink a gallon of water every day journal meditate like all like there's I think there's seven rules and it is I've been doing it for like three days and I'm just like this is just such a good way to like just challenge myself and like keep myself in check because with how busy I get I am so hard on myself so I'm like I need to like take time to do things to calm myself down that's awesome we should do that we should do that definitely yeah because I was just thinking like you have so many like facets of your life it's got to be hard to balance everything and so I'm just like curious like do you have a set time of the day that you do that challenge or take time for yourself or is it kind of when you feel yourself not mentally well so what I've learned about what I've learned about myself is I hate routines because I have such bad anxiety that if I screw up my routine, then I'm immediately like so hard on myself. Um, so I definitely don't do it at the same time every day. I don't get up at the same time every day. Um, I don't like have like, the, I think the only thing in my life that is routine is I have an ice. We love chai. You're kidding. Oh my gosh. We, we literally love, love chai. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's literally the only thing I do every day, regardless. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I journal every day at some point, but it's not. It doesn't always look the same. Sometimes it's just like making a list, like a to do list. Sometimes it's my grocery list. Sometimes it's me crying about the boy I have a crush on and writing about him. Um, sometimes it's like some idiot at school that I'm ranting about like who knows it's just like a release um so I writing has definitely been something um I like to you know when Grey's Anatomy how they have dance parties when they're stressed dance it out yeah (laughs) um I have a dog but he stays with my mom so if I'm having a really bad day I go to see him because he's my therapy dog (laughs) um yeah, I don't know. I like going for walks, but I don't do it enough, um, especially because Canada is really freaking oh. cold. <laughs> um, so it's sometimes it's hard to be like, I need fresh air, but it's <laughs> so cold outside, so I don't want to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's journaling and my chai and just, oh, this is a good one. I was so hard on myself if I wasn't being productive. Um, like if I felt like I had like 10,000 things to do, but I woke up that morning and I was just like overthinking and like not in a good headspace, I've just learned to like let myself rest. And I think that's really hard for a lot of people because if you are just like sitting on the couch watching TV, people are like, oh, you're being lazy. Like you should be getting things done. Like whatever. It's a Monday, like Mondays you're supposed to be getting things done, but sometimes, sometimes you just can't. And I think that's really hard for people to just accept that like you're like your your body takes a beating your mind takes a beating like sometimes there's an exhausting day and you need a day to recuperate and like rest so I think that's my biggest tip to people I guess I don't know of that I think it's really important to recognize what works for you and like I totally relate to you with like when you get, if you have a routine, but then you get out of it, then it stresses you out even more. 
And so I think it's really important because a lot of times with self-care, a lot of people talk about how for them they have – they do this at a certain time and then this and then this and then this. But that doesn't work for all people. So I think self-awareness is the most important thing with self-care. So I love that you talked about that. Yeah. I that's That's the other thing that I like about the challenge that my friend made is because it's very – adaptable to anyone and that's why I never would do the 75 hard challenge because there's so many rules in there that I couldn't make work mm-hmm. for myself um and one of the rules on there on the seven is stick to a diet and Tessa talked about she made a YouTube video about it and she just said that doesn't necessarily mean like cutting something out of your diet or sticking to a meal plan it's just like like for me I have a hard time eating three meals a day so it's just like letting myself eat when I'm actually hungry is going to be my like sticking to a diet thing. Um, And it's going to look so different for so many different people because like maybe somebody wants to cut out like sugar from their diet or like junk food or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be like eating kale and like, (laughs) yeah, like, you know, well, thank you so much for sitting down with us and talking with us. I thought that was a great conversation. That was fun. Um, I had a really good time. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah. Where can we find you on social media for all of our listeners? Um, so my Instagram is at Megan underscore Nespliak. Um, I have a lot of TikTok accounts. Um, Megatrogus Rex is my biggest one, which I don't know where that username is. <laughs> um, those are probably my two biggest accounts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll, for all of our listeners, we'll tag those accounts in the show notes so that people can easily find you. Oh. But yeah. And my business is day in, night out. <laughs> day in, everyone go support day and night out. Go support. We'll tag that as well. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. You guys, literally, that was so cute. We're freaking out. That was so fun. She was so fun. We were just saying, like, can we fly to Canada and stay with you? <laughs> like, we want to be your friend, Megan. Go check out her socials. We'll tag them in the show notes. Um, and yeah, that was just a really fun conversation. I think she talked about, she definitely hit on some really important points. And it sucks that she had to like experience like so much sexism and like people giving her hate. Yeah. When she's literally just like living her life and doing what she loves. Yeah. And she's like super successful. So yeah. Christmas is coming up. So go to day and night out and get something. Maybe we're definitely going to be shopping. Maybe I'll get you something. <laughs> oh, maybe we'll get each other again. <laughs> All right. So that was just so fun. And thank you again so much, Megan, for sitting down and chatting with us. Super fun. And yeah. See you guys next week. See you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and please rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening right now. And go follow us on Instagram. You can find us at Real Talk About Feminism and you can find us on all of our other platforms if you click the link in our Instagram bio. Thank you guys so much for listening to Real Talk About Feminism.